0: The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. Woo! Grab
1: your stick and
2: twist it! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brewed Episode 47, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me, as always, Mr. Steve. How are you doing today?
1: You're doing well. How's everybody else doing over there? You're
2: what doing up? fantastic, I'm sure. Excellent. And down below me on the screen, you've got my brother Taylor. How you doing? Hi, everybody. And uh, who's that other lady there?
0: <laughs> Your favorite <laughs> bitch.
2: <laughs> Co-host Jackie. Co-host, Co-host uh, Jackie. be uh, <laughs> <Nike> News
0: <laughs> and
2: everything else.
3: Relatable radio. How are you guys doing
2: tonight? Doing great. Doing We're great. great. I, I'm... I guess I'm going to say this for the people that are watching, maybe not so much listening. If you're listening, we've already recorded this. You can go back on Facebook and look it up, but uh, check out the studio going on back there, the studio wall behind Taylor and Jackie. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Yes.
0: Beautiful. What a beaut.
3: We put a lot of work in on this uh, over the past couple of days, and... Um, there's a lot of different. There's a lot of different people on here. We got we got fam up here. I don't know if you can really see it very well in the camera. I can
2: I can make out the fam logo got, just above the V and Victory.
3: Yeah, we got fam. We got Victory. We got Levante over there. Yep. Um, we got some East Branch somewhere. We got our lanyards from um, Brewfest, Brewfest here. Uh, yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. We have a lot of stuff. We have a whole like, collage of a lot of the guests that we've had over yeah. the over the years here. Um, Peyton Manning's rookie card right here. Ooh, um, yeah. You know, a bunch of very cool things. Pictures from our wedding. We got the new newspaper clippings from the Eagles Super Bowl over there. Very cool stuff. I can't wait for everybody to see it in person, meaning you guys and, and the rest of the people that record with us because we miss... We miss having people over, and that's coming soon. That's coming, you know, 2021 looks great. Vaccines are coming soon, all that good stuff. So it's going to start warming up and getting nice, too. So we're going to be figuring it out soon.
0: Hopefully we're not shutting the studio down. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to no, need gonna... a
3: full glass of Cambodian breast milk uh, before you guys can come back over here. And a picture uh, with a midget holding these balloons. <laughs> you just, you just going to do your taxes, Ness? <laughs> I love the way he says it. Holding these balloons. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. shutting down the studio. I'm shutting the studio down.
0: <laughs> Diet
1: on. How are you going
3: to choke on. a legend? How are you going to choke a legend?
1: <laughs> i shutting the studio. It's a bit hot fire.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what we've been up to. What are you guys doing? How's everything going with you guys? John, you can start. <laughs> wow. God. Don't all talk at once. Yeah, for real
2: um some somebody posted today like before memes were a thing we used to just yell Chappelle's quotes at each other
0: it's very true mm-hmm. though
3: yo it's so true that's that's I remember like we were in uh, we were in still in high school whatever when Chappelle's show was going crazy and every day of the year the day after uh the show would come out we'd just come back with like the newest quotes you know everybody had the newest quotes if you didn't watch Chappelle's show you wouldn't you know, know, what, know the what the newest going quotes were gonna be so like Everybody comes to school. I'm Rick James, bitch. Like, what did the the five figures say to the face? Like, that was a whole, like, whole week. Plus of unity. You know what I mean?
2: For us. Right. Relive throughout the week.
3: Yeah, exactly. Because you, and if you didn't see it, you didn't know what the hell people were talking about. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. (laughs) Brother Darkness. Wish
0: I had four thumbs. Because I can give you four thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best.
3: The best but yeah like we and then that, that was on Netflix for a while and he took it off uh, because net, he wasn't getting paid for it which is which is wild, it's wild. did they put it
1: on something else it was I on I heard they put it on HBO, HBO. Max. It,
3: it was on HBO Max and it's off there now
1: too I believe I don't know That's I believe I got the DVDs we can still hook it up yeah, yeah, I do too so do we yeah.
0: <laughs> I just don't know if we have a DVD player so <laughs> <laughs> I
1: had to
3: plug it into the computer yeah. do this old school <laughs>
2: if I understand it correctly, there was something that had to do with Chappelle did not have a very good contract when it came to Chappelle show and was not really getting paid that well off of it. So, you know, Netflix putting Chappelle show on was giving Netflix money, but he wasn't making anything. And Netflix was like, well, our allegiance is really to Dave because we want new Dave specials over mm-hmm. El show. And I think that's kind of how it went down with all the streaming services uh, where they were just kind of more, you know, going to bat for Dave versus, um, you know, whoever else, the man. Right. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, he bounced so like erratically, you know what I mean? Like it was such a like a shock to the system when Chappelle's show was over, Uh like when he was gone. Yeah. And it's like weird, like seeing that transition after season two, watching back, because we, we yeah, binged we the just, whole thing on Netflix <laughs> <laughs> without knowing before, that he yeah, wasn't Before paid we paid knew
0: it, that it like, was all. Yeah, crazy we were seasons. just
3: like, oh, a Chappelle Show came out on Netflix today. <laughs> just the whole wow, thing. Right through. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Every episode is so good. Well, it's weird, like uh, Don- Donnell Rawlings and uh, Charlie Murphy come out for the third season. Yeah, it's it's like weird. Changes yeah. the
0: whole tune. Like,
3: oh kevin oh, Kinnerman! Yeah. Shouting out the wu-tang sign here on the chat kevin Kinnerman, co-host kev made this for me
2: oh no way yeah kev,
3: co-host kev made this for me he's an artist now amy made this for me for us rather yeah but yeah it ended up all part of the studio yeah kev i was really surprised by this because um he told me he sent me a picture of it he's like dude i just made this and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" It's got Raekwon's face in it and shit. Yeah, I can
2: see. You. That's crazy. It's excellent.
3: It's excellent craftsmanship. <laughs> by he did guy. that. Yeah. Yeah, he was sending me other pictures too. That like uh, he paints galaxies and shit. It's very mystical.
2: Oh, yeah, he was on that for a while.
3: Yeah, I don't know how he does it, but he's very talented in some ways. Just not podcasting. Stolen. <laughs> just not, he's not very good at what he does here. It's just that. It's just you
2: know, facts. I, I um. I'm very proud of them, the Kindermans, man. They, uh, I feel like they bust their butt and work really hard and they got themselves in a position to, like, just live a happier life. I think, um, you know, Kevin's always been into side hustles and Amy was able to take some time. I think, she, yeah, she, she quit her job, she right? Quit you her know job. You
0: she quit her job. The ultimate goal in life. Yes. Quit her job. And she is basically, she's doing arts and crafts and...
2: No yeah, doing, kids. Actually, doing what makes you happy and, and, and they figure that out and that's huge you know what i mean because um you know I, I know that they're financially fine but like just that they're choosing to to live their life that way um is, is fantastic and good I, for them i know that she's, go she's still got she's still gonna live with kev right which, which,
3: yeah. which we all know exactly what makes Kev happy. I'm gonna put it in my butt and twist it.
0: So it's just
3: weird, and it's okay. Now
0: everyone knows it's okay.
2: Yeah, so shout out you guys for doing your thing. Um, we didn't really uh, get the the um, the plugs out of the way. You want me to bang that out quick? Do it. To yeah. It. So, uh, anybody that's watching, we got a bunch of people in here now. Uh, make sure you check out mbnnetwork.com, our website. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. There's a bunch of content on there. We've got playlists as well. Um, it's just all brand new and, and redone. Check it out. Also check out our sponsor. You know, me CBD that's E U N O M I A CBD.com use promo code MBN 20% off free shipping free stuff and a little thing they probably don't want me to tell you guys is you can combine the deals so if they put stuff on sale you can put our promo code on top of that and get shit for a pretty good price so um, anyway I dude That's I can't go to sleep now it's it's probably like a, a sleep dependency issue but I just <laughs> sleep so much better when I CBD before, before bed Woo! Yeah, I,
3: yeah I agree I agree. This stuff's just amazing. Not even I do. I do the gel caps in the morning, and then I do. I have the the muscle uh, cream. You yeah, know, for like my back and stuff. Oh, it's amazing.
2: It's the so cream. My hair amazing. I just haven't tried it yet. Oh, the cream's fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah. I need it on my neck. It's it was, very good. We went away this weekend, and it was awful. Yeah. Well, it was a good weekend. It
2: was a good
3: weekend. Just, the bed, the, the bed, and the pillows sucked. <laughs> the bed and the pillows were were. And Horrendous. it made us have
0: awful back and neck aches. So.
3: I felt like a spring, like in, in the middle of my back. You know what I'm talking about? Like, no. oh, it's just no good. No bueno. Yeah.
0: You know, it's bad when you, it's like your last morning of vacation and you choose to get up at 6 a.m. to get the F out of there. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> like, yeah. we okay. were
0: like, Taylor's like, I'm ready to go when you are. And I was like, well, I was probably ready to go like th- <laughs> hours ago <laughs> but right? he was sleeping <laughs> so then he waited for me to wake up at 6 a.m and then we literally bounced
3: yeah we got so. the hell out of dodge but we uh, we did have a good time we did good. have a good time we've been there. off
0: all week uh literally putting together the this new studio the spare bedroom making it like an actual livable space and not just a cluttered storage with, area yeah moving trying to manure around boxes without things falling over you know <laughs>
3: John, John, you, you both helped us move. Um, you remember pretty much everything we moved into this place. So I was like, Yeah, just put it in the back bedroom. Just put it back there. Just put it back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it's been back there I know the feeling. Since
0: four in, months until this week. We started we started moving in four months ago to this day. <laughs> yeah. And we're finally I, we had to take what, two loads to the trash? Yeah. A load yesterday, a load today. It was big time. So lots of boxes to get rid of time.
3: We can't wait for people to come back over here and record with oh, us. And we want people was... to see
0: it much more space.
3: Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a big, big improvement from where we were for sure.
2: For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Hey, here's what I'm thinking about doing for uh, finishing finishing show out is uh, let's, let's talk a little beer. I want to do a beer preview mm-hmm. to show everybody what we're going to drink and review. Um, I got a couple topics for beer news. And then I wanna talk about Black Mirror and then whatever else we fill out the time with. So uh, just to give everybody a heads up, um, we're hoping to start with, from Levante, Decadent Tourist is a German style alt beer, which I don't think has anything to do with it being alternative. I think uh, Gov set us straight on that one and said that means old. Yes. Old beer. Number two tonight, we are going to do Trogue's Nugget Nectar, the annual release in a bottle. Bottles are strange. I wasn't sure if I should get the bottles or the cans. It
1: was yeah. a six pack of twelve ounces or the four pack of sixteen ounces. Yeah, it was cheap. It was cheaper in the bottle. But what do you prefer drinking yourself?
2: I've gotten a whole. I've gotten used to cans. I, I don't know. I, I just kind of feel like that's the preferred preferred vessel. I have too, and I was just
1: like, let me switch it up and see if I just like the smaller format and maybe the 16 ounce cans. were used to it, so that's what we go for. But maybe we'd go back to the 12s if that was the option.
2: Yeah. Number three, we've got uh, Dragon's Milk from New Holland Brewing. That one is a 11 uh, percent oatmeal cookie stout. So I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that one as well. A part of my fantasy football winnings. Nice. Thanks for sharing. What do you guys have down there in uh, Taylor and Jackie land?
3: Right now, I've had this on the show before, but uh, it's my last one. So I'm just trying to get rid of it. This my, my, my key lime pie.
0: It's there's, I think one more. Oh (laughs) Oh, God, there's one more. I think there is. We, so we went to the store today and we're like, let's just pick up something while we're at the store. And, we left and we were on our way home and I was like, <laughs> we didn't pick up any beer. Zero beer. So we we're like, wow, we have stuff. So Taylor's having something he's had before. What and do I'm have? doing a Corona hard seltzer. Nice. Um, like it. My, yeah, I do. Um, this one's Blackberry Lime. Um, it's interesting. It's this one kind of, yeah, you can try it. Um, I don't know if I had this.
1: Coronavirus. Uh, Coronavirus. So
0: our friend did a New Year's Eve virtual party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, she dropped off goodie bags to everybody that was like going to participate. And in the goodie bag was two Corona beers, two Corona seltzers, mm-hmm. um, a lemon and lime, some weird things to mix other drinks with to try, a notepad, um, noisemakers, and like sparklers. Right? It was I'm like a Corona theme. It was all Corona yeah. theme stuff. Though. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I was That's like, good. oh, you got to give her points for that. So that's why we. I have these Coronas right now. I haven't bought seltzers in months. It's been a while. It's <laughs> been a while. Mm-hmm.
2: Have you tried a lot of different brands of seltzers?
0: Um,
2: like the Corona ones or any? Yeah, well, have. yeah. I've yeah. tried white. I've tried
0: White Claw. I, I tried Truly. I think I preferred Truly over White Claw. And then um, I've tried Corona and. We had the Bud, Bud Light. Light. We had the, and actually, the Bud Light ones are good. I just, I don't know what their plan is to roll out new flavors. We've had the flavors. White Claws. We've had yeah. the... Uh, so four. The I've tried four. Okay. White Claw, Truly, mm-hmm. Bud Light, and Corona. And I think Bud Light probably had the best flavor where it wasn't, it didn't taste. You taste it more of the flavor rather than the seltzer itself. You know? Because seltzer is pretty bitter. Yeah. So um, this isn't bad. It's not my preferred flavor, but it's good. It does the trick.
2: Yeah. Shout out uh, Mike Clement um, checking in. He was a remember. He was our guest for um, Oktoberfest. Oh,
3: yeah. Hey, what up, Mike?
2: He was such a good guest, man. I'd really like to have him on again. He was a lot of fun to talk to doing the zero carbs hashtag keto. Um, (laughs)
3: Yeah, there you go.
2: (laughs) That worked, man. I did that. Keto's fantastic. Yeah. I'm not doing keto. Woo!
3: Yeah, what up, fish?
2: Seltzer from local breweries.
3: Gotta say, what up to fish? Fish is—he's all over the place. He's always on That's here. For you, I love it. What up, fish? That's for you, Jackie. What, what up, Sean? Oh, we're talking we
2: you... seltzers from local breweries. Oh, no. I, we don't even know. We if don't.
3: We we don't know go if to local are. breweries. Yeah. 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 So, what up, Maggie? Oh, I'm just
2: saying. I it's have them to in Allison? the fridge, I think from. Levante. Well, who, Robin, I was going to say, which St-
0: local St- breweries St- make St- seltzers?
1: Levante does. Uh okay. Stickman does.
0: Okay. We'll have to find them. Is we'll Stickman open? That's the one off of 401 and 113, right? In Chester yeah, Springs? Yeah, yeah,
3: Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, they are. Okay. Okay. I've checked them out. I, yeah, drove, the I drove by color? there
0: on my way home the other day from Phoenixville, and it didn't look like they were open, but then I was like, well, maybe they open up later or, you know. Maybe for a dinner, I don't know. Do they serve food? I don't even know. I've never been inside.
1: Me neither. They do. It's very small inside there. Their main places in Royersford, that Chester okay. Springs, is kind of just like there. They do some food there and some takeout, but okay. it's not very big at all.
0: The last time I was inside that building, it was Vinny's. Yep. Vinny served. It had pizza. Yeah. You know, just like you a regular pizza shop. It was good food, uh, but it is it is small inside, so.
2: Man. Well, let's, uh, let's let's chat this beer for a second. Um, did you crack yours yet, Mister Steve? I did. I'm a couple sips in there already. Yeah, the color is is crazy. It's very dark. You can just barely see through it. You know, on camera, it's almost looking like a stout, but it's definitely a a very dark um, amberish color. Um, what's up, Phil? How you doing, buddy? So. I ordered online from Levante for a number of reasons. I was looking to order local. I didn't want to get like, um, you know, like another half or, you know, another shipment of equilibrium or something like that. I was like, I want to keep it local. I decided to go Levante. I placed the order and it was going to be shipped, right? I chose shipping and I'm thinking to myself that it's usually by UPS and the UPS guy comes in the afternoon, but like the next morning, there's somebody knocking on my door at like nine o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "Who the f is knocking on my door?" Like nobody knocks on doors anymore, right? But I'm on the phone like for work, and I just ignore it. And then they're like ringing my doorbell, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on out there?" And then finally, they texted me, and they're like, "Hey, it's Levante." But I guess one of their employees, they actually had a Levante mask on, came to drop it off. So it was kind of cool. I guess that's a a benefit of being um you know 20 minutes away or whatnot yeah that's pretty dope it's a little bit quicker than than dealing with the shipping
3: how long does the shipping usually like take if you think well i'm uh, sure you don't have man. to think It'd you a know a
2: day or two to yeah. to get shipped and then another day or two to get to you okay i'm gonna do it what what Wait. it was just one of those things where like I could drive there easily to pick it up, but it was like, we were going to put a car in the shop. I was, you know, working from home. Robin was taking the car. It just seemed like it was going to be a lot easier to just like have it, have it um, dropped off. And I, I I don't, I don't know if, if that's, I'm curious to see if that goes away because I think there's a handful of people that'll probably continue to order that way. Oh, I think there's going to be more than a handful. Yeah.
3: Well, it's uh, it's
1: uh, so uh, convenient
3: adapt and survive, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. And it's just, it just means that things are, you know, sometimes change is, is a forced thing, you know? And uh, that's one of, this is one of those instances where that kind of change, that kind of innovation you had to do it or, or you were in a way worse situation than you are because you tried to do it. You know, it's good. It's great.
1: mr steve tell me what you're thinking about this uh this alt beer here the the taste doesn't match the color to me so that's a little bit weird it doesn't taste dark or roasty there's a little bit of roasty in there but it doesn't taste really dark it's definitely got like more of a bready malty kind of flavor uh a little bit of hop character to it but not a lot Um, it reminds me a little bit of yards brawler Mm. um in that kind of range but i like it it's an easy drinker It, um i could see doing that like with some football games during the fall outside that'd be uh, a nice pairing but uh, I, i'm
2: enjoying it yeah i like it a lot it's like a um just a fantastic style like you know i, I love the darker um you know lager styles you know where it's just a, a still still a uh you know, a crispy thing, you know what I mean? A little bit, but I love the dark, you know, there there is a little bit of that roastiness, like you were saying to Brady, like, but, but this is a, a very solid beer. There's nothing that I feel like is lacking or off about it. It's just delicious the whole way through. I think it's really good. Take it mike uh was checking in saying that trillium delivers that way too they drop it off from a box truck i have seen the trillium box truck um going around i wonder if they get out as far as you are mike i think you're a pretty good while west from um from massachusetts, or from, massachusetts from boston if i remember correctly so um it's pretty impressive wow. i think i think i see online they post delivery zones. so like when you order, if you're in this area, they'll, they'll get your order to you on Mondays. Um, very impressive stuff, how, how everybody's becoming transportation and logistic experts, or at least trying to figure it out. But, yeah, I, I think Fish and, uh, and Evan are checking in that we know uh, East Branch would have uh, knocked the door down, um, but they also know me very well, I guess, or, or at least because of ordered from them so many times they just drop the beer off um they, they don't, don't want know. to see anybody yeah no no i think dylan definitely does not want to have a conversation with me he never texts or calls me back he avoids me at all cost
0: what did you do to him
3: <laughs> did you tell him know. to
2: watch black mirror <laughs> I, asked, <laughs> <laughs> I asked him to be on the show and uh yeah. i don't know maybe things got weird but you know so every time he comes he just literally you know drops it off and by the time my ring goes off that there's motion he's pulling out of my driveway so hmm. yeah so um let's get into a little bit of uh, of beer news or, or beer topics uh mr steve you sent me this beer advocate list um yeah, beer fame i'm gonna try to i don't know if it's worth putting it on screen or not but uh i could try to do that but it's um 250 classic brews that stand the test of time added 15 or more years ago so this is i guess added to beer advocate
1: yes this was on beer advocate
2: yep so So with beers of fame i guess we're going to call it the beer hall of fame right yeah beer hall of fame think of it as you
1: know if it was a sports hall of fame you're not putting in somebody that's playing now it's somebody that's been around and retired these beers aren't retired but they're definitely have been out for a while so they're uh, holding up to the test of time a little bit yeah should
2: i, I should we I run through
1: the top do. 10
2: yeah let, let's go through them you want to do you want me to do it or can you do- I got you. I got it pulled up here.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's go ten to one. Ten is a uh, Lou Pepe Frambois from Cantian. Uh, I've never had that variation.
2: Frambois. Have you? I, I don't think that it I sounds have. Like fanboy.
1: Well, it's a lambic fruit. Um, number nine is a uh, Russian River Supplication uh, Wild Sour Ale. Uh, number eight, Lou Pepe Creek from Cantian. Uh, number seven is probably the first one we've all had KBS from uh Founders. Uh, number six, Trappist West Letterland 12, which we had at the uh Belgian Beer Day. Uh, number five, Bourbon County, uh, Stout. Number four, Foo Fone from uh Cantian. Did we have a Foo at yeah. Belgian Beer Day?
2: Yep, that, that that one is ridiculous. That's probably one of the the best beers, and I think that one's like um. One one of the ones where it's maybe upwards, like almost. I, I think that's the one that's like almost two hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. Yikes. And it's it's tough to compare the lambics to,
1: say, the West flutterland the Quads. Like they're really yeah. apples and oranges. But but they were some of the better ones that I had that day. Absolutely. Uh, number three is Pliny the Elder, and mm-hmm. uh, number two is Pliny the Younger, both from Russian River. And uh number one is your heady topper.
2: Wow. Topper. Taylor, you know, you've had a majority of the uh, the beers on that list.
3: I, I was gonna say, I feel like a lot of those sounded really familiar to me. However, like I'm 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 having trouble like figuring out which one matches what what I drank. You know what I'm saying? But some of those I do remember very well. KBS I've had a few times,
2: right? Yeah, you've certainly had KBS. Um, you've had Bourbon County. I've you've had Heddy Topper.
3: Yep, I've had Hattie, yeah. yeah. Westie. Yes.
2: I don't, On the show, or were, were, were we remote? I, thought, I think I'm, we had. Did we not have it on the show? I, thought, I don't think he had a
3: Westie. I don't know. It sounds really familiar, but maybe because you guys drank it, and I was here, and you were there. That could be. It's bullshit that we don't do this together right now.
2: You know? <laughs> <It's> tough. <laughs> Do you, do you have a favorite off of that list, Mr. Steve?
1: Uh, if I'm picking my personal favorite, it's the West Letterland, and it might be just that style. is I love that quad, Belgian quad style, so that makes me kind of biased towards that. But I understand every beer on the list. I understand why it's there. I understand the, the fever that Hetty Topper, the newness that that beer brought in, along with Pliny right. the Elder and these big uh, double IPAs. So I understand why all those beers are on there but if I had to pick one I'm, I'm picking the West c 12
2: it's tough for me I, I think the the lambics just for me are, are almost stand on their own um, I have a hard time like trying to compare them or group them in with regular beers for some reason because I feel like they're they're kind of this own category um, I think that that fofoon was probably one of the best beers ever but you know when I think about my favorite, it's not like maybe the best. I just think about, you know, some of the best experiences that I've had or some of my favorites. And I think it's really, I'm I'm leaning towards the stouts more than anything. Um, Elder is fantastic. I love Pliny the Elder. I get excited every time I see it. Younger, even more. Um, you know, I've only had it a couple times, but it's been special. Hattie Topper is amazing, but I feel like the ones that I've had the most and, and had the most experiences with and enjoyed the most, are probably the bourbon county and the kbs and i'm probably leaning a little bit more bourbon county
1: yeah yeah i would agree with that
3: is hetty topper a double ipa yeah
1: yes sir it's trash <laughs> <laughs> if, if i remember correctly john that's one of the first ones that you gave him on news
2: mm-hmm.
1: remember you did you gave him i think it was that and bourbon county that you brought to that one news episode and those guys just she yeah. everything.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my <laughs>
1: butt and twist, it.
0: <laughs>
3: that,
1: twist it's, it.
3: It's not surprising. I like especially because like when we when if you were on news, that means that it was early in this whole experiment <laughs> with me.
1: And yeah, no, I, I it, it was before Bruce was even, even a thing, right? up.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I would have I would have definitely hated it then. But I still that's one thing that I have not graduated to is the double IPA. I will say that I I can tolerate IPAs significantly more than when we first started. But I still have not come around to the doubles. Just not. It's a no. It's it's a no for me, dog. I think dinners dinners a double IPA. Yeah, I was going to yeah, ask. That's but dinner... that's just an an exceptional yeah. exception.
1: It's an exceptional <laughs>
3: exception. Exception. It's, Say that. The water. Say that it's the water. It's the water. It's got to
2: Rob- be. Robin is surprisingly, you know, a bit of a beer nerd. She she can, she's had a ton of different beers. She's had just about everything that I've had here at the house. Um, and she likes a lot of it, but she's just like not a fan of doubles, double IPAs as much. Yeah. They're smart. just like a little bit too boozy for her or whatever. It's just a bit much. And, and she prefers, you know, like a session a pale ale and I, you know, a regular IPA, something in like the five and or you know, like the six range probably, but she can tell when she sips it. She's like, "This is like eight or nine, isn't it?" You know, the percent. Yeah, it's just too. So,
3: I don't know. I just can't get into it. It's like it strips all the flavor away, and it's just pure bitterness to me at that point.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm just for some reason, man. I just can't have like a thin whatever like beer like i just need something that's packed with all kinds of flavor yeah excitement all that stuff and and that's what i I, and I think doubles a good double ipa especially the hazy ones man they can just really um you know and even the west coast you know they just they're so happy and they've got such a wild ride of hops in there but um i want to do a couple things quick i wanted to talk about uh stolen Sun because um, I checked them out yesterday, actually, since they've opened, and, um, you know, for inside dining again. And I went there with the family. The kids love it there. Um, But they have that new space. If you guys don't remember, they opened up that whole extra area. It's big,
3: big Um, Looks
2: great. It's really good. It's beautiful. And uh, it's a huge space, and I'm really excited for him, because he can get a lot of people in there. Mm. Um, They're they've got a huge sign now that faces route 100. So like we went across the street to target and I was leaving target and I could clearly see the sign Yeah, across the street. Like I'm so happy for them that they're just like, I'm sure that was, that's gotta be difficult. People are like, where is this place? Like, how do we find yeah, it? You know I've had I mean? it
0: pointed out to people in the car and I'm like, do you see that, that building? Do you see little, there's a little sign on the corner. They're like, Oh yeah, I see it. And now there's a sign pretty, Loud and proud. So I'm
2: really excited. And and you know, humongous ceilings, um, giant room, man. He's he's excited to try doing events. He's like, I'd love it if somebody wanted to get married here. Um <laughs> like just you we could do some crazy parties. I was talking to him, like, yo, let's try to like collab on some events and just get people out here and, and try to do something for our fans and have a good time and whatever, throw a party. Um why don't you so do a can-
0: why don't you do a vow renewal? One of you with your wives and then you can do it there.
2: Go hard. Something. I don't know. We'll have to figure <laughs> that out. But we should go there uh, tomorrow.
0: We could. Or this weekend. We're off. Yeah. We
2: you should. should, man. He's got a new smoker. I Mr. Steve, I was asking him about the smoker. Yeah. I said, Mr. Steve wants to see it. I kinda wanna see it too. And and he was trying to explain it to me, but when I pulled up there, man, it smelled so good out there. He's just uh, what do you say he does? Cherry wood, I think. Um he's got the whole thing figured out. His pulled pork was really
1: good the last time I was there. Yeah. He did really, like really right. good.
2: He said, that's the problem. He goes, if you come here on a Wednesday, sometimes the pork isn't ready yet. It's no. still cooking and we can't pull it too early. So it's not on the menu. If you get there on Sunday, they might it's be gone. gone. Yeah. It might be gone. So you got to like get there somewhere in between. Um, if you want to get the, the good pork, they had pork. I, what I tried to order was pork belly tacos. and i was just really in the mood for that um people have been posting all kinds of crazy snacks and shit online lately um and i'm trying to diet so i'm just hungry all day but um seeing those uh the the the, uh, the, i've been seeing a bunch of pork belly and i was really excited for it and i was like no they don't have it but he said that's the key wednesdays and sundays are like crap shoot for the pork i'll keep that in mind i I might try and
1: bring the family there on saturday uh Go check out the new uh, the new digs.
2: Yeah, definitely should.
0: Oh, Taylor and I might go tomorrow because um, we're off. We took off from work all week, so no, we did just buy a bunch of groceries. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what I bought? Um, I'm I've, I've actually uh, really excited to tell people about this because it's a, a very adult put purchase, and um, you know, I've, I've kind of like waited. A long time to, to do this, but uh, I'm going to let everybody know I bought an air fryer. Oh. All right. And I feel like I'm stepping up in the world.
0: Have you used it?
2: I used it tonight for the first time and I didn't eat it. what I, I, it really wasn't for me. My wife and I were having leftover chili because Robin made chili and it was fantastic. But um, I did uh, chicken nuggets and tater tots in the air fryer. And it's kind of cool. You like it? It beeps a lot. It does beep a lot. <laughs> so I, I like cooking a lot, and I like cooking in the traditional ways. I want to pan fry something. I want to sear something. I want to smoke it, grill it, um, cook it proper ways. But, I mean, like, you know, if you're just throwing some chicken nuggets or some French fries in the oven, maybe this air fryer is going to do a better job and make it a little bit better. So, you know, in that, in that scenario, like I'm cool with it. I'm not going to try to like, you know, I, I, I can't see myself doing like anything too crazy. Like I might try wings in it, but, um, I'm not going to put a pizza in there or something. You know what I mean?
1: I've done a lot of wings, like raw wings and they come out pretty good. Okay. My complaint is if I'm making wings for the whole family, you have to do like three batches. Cause there's not a lot of space in there. Yep. And you don't want to like stack stuff up in there cuz it doesn't fry right. Yep. That was my issue with it was the space and having to do stuff in batches.
2: Yeah, I think I read pretty early on when they were coming out they were like, "You know what? You got to get a uh, like bigger is better when it comes yeah. to that cuz you're going to you're going to be upset if you can only fit like four nuggets in there." We have a larger one but it's still not big enough for the four of us. Yeah, I don't I don't know where it came from but we're eating dinner tonight and um Maddie goes. I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. And you are not taking away my nugs.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so smart nugs. of her too to like yeah, right? put, it, ma- to put it to home. nugs instead of
3: so hard. That's incredible. Nugs. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Next time you see her, next time you tell her uh, Uncle Taylor and Aunt Jack, you're very proud of that. Yes,
0: we're very proud of that moment.
2: I will for sure. Fantastic. This just got a double oven with an air fryer built in it. Damn. Fancy. Fancy. That's crazy. I've got to do another, um, another local brewery shout out. Our buddies over at Locust Lane um, in Malvern, we know that they are. They're from. Uh, they're all Penn State alumni, right? They were all, the the three owners. They were in a um, like a fraternity together, right? And um, are real tight. And, and they do a lot of things that are themed in Penn State. I hear it's a fantastic place to go watch Penn State games because they just have a ton of people out there, and they're all rooting, you know, whatever Whiteouts, whatever you want to call it, right? But they're um, every year Penn State does their thon their their dance marathon to raise money um for uh what what is it usually for isn't it like childhood cancer and stuff like that i think so yeah yeah. children's cancer yep so what i want every so they're doing it uh online because of uh of covid and things like that and and it's coming up in a little bit but they're starting a little bit early locust lane came out with a beer called dancing diamonds i think they did it last year they're doing it this year also Um, but, uh, it's called an ale for a cause. They're going to start selling it, giving the proceeds, uh, back to, uh, to Penn State and the Thon, um, to help raise money for that. So, um, it's a really cool idea. I think, uh, let me see if I can find what exactly it is. A hazy pale ale. Made to satisfy both the craft beer enthusiast and novice alike, a crushable ale, strong notes of citrus, stone fruit emitted from the combination of three different hop styles used. So um, sounds pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I think worth checking out. It's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, somebody from Locust Lane actually sent me a press release and was like, Can you guys mention this next time you do a show? Shit. Um, isn't that- I feel like it's like a news outlet, like I'm like, getting treated like official media or something. Is that is that what happens for like NBC? You get like a press release from somebody? We got
3: lanyards. So you're, and if, uh, it's if, it. for, if it's a press release, we're going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: think it's back on. That wasn't in the release.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we should get them back on sometime the, the lady that emailed me is like their marketing person so that might be kind of interesting to get somebody that that's not a brewer but like in with a brewery and uh you know that has like a different role i kind of like that marketing stuff so it'd be interesting the money goes to the four diamonds fund i guess if i actually read the press release i could tell you some wow uh, <laughs> some good information fish knows what's up but uh you know, I, I, I definitely wanted to mention that. I'll just try to share some stuff on social media. But go to Locust Lane's website, look it up, go buy the beer. That's that's really the main thing there. It's supporting a good cause. We all know that.
1: Do it. Yeah, check them out.
2: Do it. Also, before we um, get into the next beer and the next topic, I wanted to do the last bit of, uh, of news. I thought it was interesting. Yingling is, uh, you know, a Pennsylvania favorite. That was uh, started here. Is it? Is it not? Is it Pennsylvania or the country's oldest brewery?
0: Definitely Pennsylvania. The
2: nation's oldest brewery. The nation's oldest brewery. Yeah. Nation's oldest brewery. So um, that being said, it, it's a fantastic beer. Everybody loves uh, Yangling Lager. It's 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 a staple around here. Every effing place in Pennsylvania has it on tap. You know, when when there was a thing called bars and restaurants, you could actually it was on everywhere. So it's real. it's we've talked about it before on the show. You know, I think Dana, for example, said that like people were asking her to bring cases out west, uh, but they are expanding. Um, I heard they went down to Florida. It's starting to reach. Uh, they just released that they're going out west into Texas. So um, it looks they've got Hershey's Chocolate Porter uh, on here. Like that might be one of the uh, the beers to go there.
3: Yeah, but uh, they were in Florida when I was in Florida. Yeah. yeah, they've been in Florida for a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. They had, uh, I remember because I got their black and tan down there. And, uh, yeah, I had Yingling basically re- all the time down there.
0: I remember when my cousin got excited because it in, like, probably 2005, I think uh, Yingling was finally in D.C. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now it's, like, everywhere. And it is the oldest operating brewery in america it was established in
2: 1829 incredible wild is it just interesting that um it's not everywhere like i don't know i i just thought that it would be like it's just one of those beers that you would find in in i don't know alaska
3: i'll tell you why they aren't and it's just it's comes down to marketing it has to yingling is not bud it's exclusive. Miller.
0: It's very exclusive. You have to like right? really want it to get it. It has to be, yeah. It's, and it's false, yeah. They're snobby. It's going to be like know. that, yeah. But
3: I don't know. Uh, to me, like I was surprised when it was in, uh, when I found it in Florida. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's just like being back at home. You know what I mean? But I've always loved it. Ever since I had my first Yingling at the age of like 12. It was like I
0: haven't had a Yingling in forever right now.
1: <laughs> right. Ready to go trogues i'm already poured up oh snap (laughs) you said next beer i was i gotta go
2: i i made it happen yo so you you know how we were joking about um what was it like college football or basketball i don't know what the fuck you guys were talking about in the the chat yeah
1: football
2: i I saw the wildest thing so like I, i really don't follow like basketball or or really any sports other than like the eagles um I saw Dwight Howard in a Sixers jersey and was like, is that a thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. Oh, yeah. But like, don't we have a center? Yeah, he's a backup. Howard's a backup. Okay, so he's been around long enough. He's a backup now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shit. He was just wild. I was like, isn't that guy like an NBA superstar? Yeah. Sixers since when? He played point guard.
3: He played point guard. Uh, what? <laughs> what is it, like a, a week ago now? It was like a week <laughs> ago. The COVID game, yeah, yeah. The COVID game.
2: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, yeah. He,
3: was, he was a point guard for that game. They lost, but not by much. They were in that game for
1: way too yeah. long. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> so are the Sixers good? They're legit this year. They're legit are they this year. Stuff. What? I mean, they got Doc Rivers. Yep. I know he's a guy. Yep. I, I know I know about him. Well, yeah, yep. Ben what? looks
3: better. Joel looks a lot better. Uh, uh, uh they got Curry, Seth Curry. What's the rookie's name? Moxie. 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 He's not he's nice. He's he, very nice. He's very nice. Um Danny Green. He's uh he leads the team in steals I think right now, which is great.
1: He's got, very inconsistent shooting. Yeah. But when he's on mm-hmm. like the last game. Yeah.
3: He's got playoff experience. He's yeah, won three the champ- rings? He's won yeah, he won the championship what the past 2 years. So um, he was with the Lakers
1: and was he with Toronto? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Past two years. And he had another one with San Antonio a little while ago. Yep. He might make it three years in a row this year. The East is going to be tough because you got Harden now with the Nets. Yeah. But Kyrie he's, doesn't play anymore. Uh, he's a but He probably will come back I at know. some point. I know he will. He'll come back probably like next week, but he's a bum. Well, he figures out that the, the The Earth isn't flat. and He can just <laughs> come over; and he'll be fine. When he's not, when he's
3: not even the number two guy anymore, that's what it, like he's, it. He's number three on that team, no
1: doubt, no doubt. It's crazy. I think the Sixers still have another move to make. Yeah,
3: I don't even. I don't even want them to make many moves. I I really like their starting five. I do. What about what about Bradley Beal? I could I could live with that. If, as long as they don't that. give. As long as they don't give away. Too much for Bradley Beal. I'll That's give all. you a
1: Tobias. I'll give you a, a bunch of first rounders, and I'll give you Tybal. Nope. Nope. Zero percent. Zero percent chance.
3: Zero <laughs> percent chance on that trade. I'd figure something out. I don't know about Tobias. He's he looks better this year. He looks a lot better this year. I Bradley can't
1: Beal for. Tobias bias and I mean, change, I mean, I oh, I and,
3: and change, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, right. but then you, when you put uh, to, uh, thibule in there too, I just, it's, it's no. I'm
2: gonna put it in my butt and twist it. I
3: just can't live with that. You know, that's giving away too much for Bradley Beal.
2: Everybody's saying. Trade Simmons. Doesn't Simmons not shoot the basketball? I mean, is he is he just like a good person to have on the court because things go better when he's there? Does he score? I'm going
3: to tell you exactly what happens if the, if the Philadelphia 76ers trade Ben Simmons tomorrow. Ben Simmons is going to go to wherever he's going to go, and he's going to win a championship within the next two years. Watch. I swear to God that's what's going to happen. I feel it in my bones. I feel like Carson Wentz is going to win a Super Bowl when he leaves the Eagles this year. As soon as he leaves, watch. Okay. I'm calling it right now. Carson Wentz is going to the New England Patriots.
1: Ben Simmons does everything on the basketball court except shoot the ball. Yes.
3: And he, he's getting better at that. He's getting better at that too. Doc Rivers is going to bring it out. It's going to make it happen. He's going to make it happen.
0: I, well, I,
1: I, I want to see him just shoot and miss.
3: <laughs> just to
1: put shots up. Just yeah, exactly. Get a percentage. Brian said it in the chat. He's great on he might be a defensive player of the year candidate yes okay in the league Mm -hmm. he's really good man he's really he's he does everything well
2: but shoot yep okay well i mean i don't know i should probably try to get into it a little bit more especially good and it'd probably be a a really exciting season to watch um so i can't wait to be
3: able to go back to the games this Going yeah. to the Sixers is my favorite uh, sporting event to go to in Philly. We've gone to all of them, and the Sixers, uh, we, we like going to the most. It's just a great product. When you go there, they have a great product in front of you the whole time. The team is great. The atmosphere is even better. It's awesome there. It's great. You should take the girls sometime. They would
1: love it. Yeah. <laughs> we've gone to uh yeah. taken yeah. mine the hockey games a little bit. Okay, the Terrific. Mine- Haley loves going to the Flyers games. Yeah, Flyers are fun. I
0: grew up going Flyers to Flyers, Flyers games.
1: Players,
0: right? That's yeah,
1: cool.
3: yeah, big one. F- the last Flyers
0: night. are probably a team that I've seen the most it live in person. Mm. Uh, then I would probably say Phillies, now Seventy Sixers, and then Eagles last because those games are expensive. I did not see an Eagles game until. 2015 was that my first Eagles game in person yeah (laughs) so yeah
2: (laughs) I I would love to take the girls to any one of those I mean only because the only one I really watch is football Mm -hmm. the girls you know know the Eagles they know some of the players I think they would you know I would just love to immerse them in that world of the stadium and the hot dog and you know what I mean I would not take
1: them to an Eagles game.
0: Maybe go to a Phillies game.
2: They've got to be older. But, yeah, I mean, any one of those I think would be a good time and a good experience for them, and I look forward to it. But I think um, I do want to switch gears a little bit to go to something I can talk about, which (laughs) is the Eagles. Um, While we're on the sports topic, let's go ahead and get into it. If you guys are in the chat, let me know what you think. Um, Doug P is gone. What does that mean, and and what do you think the moves are going to be? What's Jeff Lurie thinking? Is is uh, is our GM is Howie on the on the block? Is uh, is Carson still on the block? Is is Carson the reason that Doug P's gone? Was it one or the other? You know what's going on in the back offices there, the front offices, whatever you call that shit. I'm not a sports radio guy. <laughs> 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 but um you know what I mean what's going on over there and, and what do you think the outcome is potentially going to be I mean is is the future still Carson um is it a money thing tell me your thoughts I think they got rid of the wrong guy
1: I, I think howie it was his time to go I think the personnel issues were too much this year I think the cap situation the contracts were too much uh they're in such a bad spot for the upcoming year and years that Howie was my choice to be the fall guy for this year I agree Doug did enough wrong to have it be justified but I still would have gotten rid of Howie
2: mm-hmm. what happened to Doug because I mean obviously the Super Bowl season and whatever was was huge. You know, but like there was something about the play style that was happening that was so exciting going forward on fourths. Um, It was just an aggressive like, you know, we can make things happen on offense. And even if it's fourth down, we'll prove it to you. We'll get it done. That The running backs were fantastic. I mean, what what happened?
3: I'll tell you exactly what happened. 1,000% certainty what happened. Frank Wright left and went to the Indianapolis Colts. We lost the the best offensive coordinator that we've had since we've watched the Eagles. Uh, the year they won the Super Bowl with him, it was his genius that won the Super Bowl. It was his genius that transitioned from Carson Wentz's MVP season to Nick Foles. He transferred. He, he transitioned into that playing style to to uh, Nick Foles and what worked for him. And what worked for the team around them, and that's what they rallied behind. It was the the underdog face masks was just mm-hmm. that. That was the mask of it. But Frank Wright was the genius of that Super Bowl season. And when he left, Doug still tried going for it on fourth down, but he was still calling all. He was calling all the plays on offense after that, and you could tell right away that that creativity went away that innovation went away and that adaptability was nowhere to be found after, after that. And I mean, also the fact that they've been playing with a practice squad for two years is really a tough thing to do (laughs) year after year. And, you know, you give, you give all these old players, like Steve was saying, uh, these monster contracts and these ridiculous extensions, how he should have been gone. Same as Doug P. But, um, I, you know,
0: that's been the general consensus from what I have seen on Facebook. Is take Howie with you? <laughs> yeah. Bye, Doug. Thanks for the Super Bowl. Take Howie.
3: Because <laughs> if they're going to start over, they might as well like start over. And I don't know if keeping Howie is a good look. Um, I guess I guess he's he's in the hot seat if he if he signs uh Fletcher Cox one more time or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And not Fletcher Cox. Um. Uh, who did they extend in the beginning of the the, the, the season, the offensive lineman? Mike. Peter? Yeah, Peter. Jason, Jason Peters. Peter. They yeah. extend Jason oh. Peters one more time. He needs to get fired on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he made Blake a, a lot of really boneheaded, you know, roster moves um, that, in my opinion, are inexcusable. But I, I my big question isn't going to be who's the coach. It's going to be who's the quarterback. That's my big but, question.
2: So – you know, at the end of the season, things aren't going well, and Wentz is the casualty. Wentz gets benched, Hertz comes in. Is it the players are rallying more behind him? And then, you know, the news comes out that Carson won't play for Doug B. There's too much of a of a divide. Was that I don't know if that was um debunked, if that's true or not. Yeah. But um you know, what I what what I, the first thought I I had when, when Hertz is going in is Wentz has the tools or had the tools and the talent. He was an impressive guy to watch. If the the structure or coaching changes, can he thrive and be the elite quarterback that we all thought he could be? Is has he gone too far down a decline or will he be rejuvenated? But now the Doug P's gone. Is Lurie thinking we we, we we paid for him? Is that just out the door? Or instead of him going somewhere else and succeeding, if I bring the team to him or the coaching to him, can we potentially uh, rejuvenate him and bring him back to uh, to what we think he should be, the the elite quarterback?
3: It's going to be really interesting to see. I don't know the answer to that question. I really don't. Uh, because they, they like Reevee said on Might Be Sports This Week, the money's already spent on Carson Wentz. Yeah. So to me, it's like, all right, you have two options. You can either keep Carson Wentz and most likely trade Jalen hurts, uh, because he has value or you trade away. Carson Wentz, you eat that contract, you keep Jalen hurts and possibly look at, uh, another quarterback in the draft this year with that number six spot. Maybe move up, maybe you get somebody a little bit better. I don't know. But, um, you know, it, there is a there is a lot, way too many questions and not enough answers with the Eagles right now, and and that that inconsistency after you know five years after a Super Bowl win is kind of staggering to me.
1: Yeah, it really you got is. a lot of you got a lot of teams that could be looking for quarterbacks. Uh, people talked about New England. People talk about Indianapolis. Yeah, I think Roethlisberger is going to be done. Chicago. Just, Chicago's gonna need somebody. Chicago's gonna need somebody. Pittsburgh might need somebody. There's a lot of people out there that are gonna need a quarterback. Yeah. And they're not all, all
2: at the top of the draft.
1: You
3: imagine you imagine Trubins- Carson Wentz going to Chicago and uh being up there with Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, okay,
2: okay. Is it who who's their quarterback? Trubisky.
3: Yeah. Trubisky. What happened to that guy? His contract's up this year, I believe. His rookie contract's uh, up. And he's trash.
1: Is he? Yeah, he's, he's trash. He's trash, but he's just good enough to be in the up. NFL, yeah, he's <laughs> just good enough to be a backup. player,
3: but not get you anywhere. I could probably practice really hard and be half as good as Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> and that's so, like you know what I mean. That's he, realistic. No, half as good, not mo, not not half as mobile,
0: <laughs>
1: but half as good. Okay, pocket pass. Mitch Trubisky <laughs> might be Andy Dalton. Yeah, <laughs> that's about
3: it. Maybe like, and that's not even a guaranteed. No, he's trash, 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 dude. Trash, trash. That's Chicago it. needs. Trash. I think. I think Carson Wentz. Like, this is an outrageous. Uh, this is an outrageous thing. But Cam Newton's gone uh, in New England. Um, my whole thing is you look at you look at track records. You look at Philadelphia athletes that leave Philadelphia. A bunch of Flyers have gone and won Stanley Cups. A bunch of Phillies have gone and won World Series. Um, a bunch of Eagles have gone and won Super Bowls. Imagine Carson Wentz leaving this year, getting traded, and we eat the contract, and he goes to New England and starts a new dynasty with with Bill Belichick. I just like that's just to me that that is just like ding 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 ding. For me, it's either that Indianapolis or he stays in Philly. Those are the three. That's the three big. Big things for me.
0: But you think? But if you had to rate those one, two, and three, you think you think he'll one? Get he stays with it? the Eagles. Okay.
3: Number one, he stays with the Eagles. Number two, he goes to Indianapolis. Number three, he goes to
0: New England. And I just want to state for the record, I am no longer ever, 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 ever buying jerseys. <laughs> Every right? jersey. This is why I never bought jerseys in the past. This is why I waited. And Taylor's like, "I'm gonna buy you a jersey. I'm gonna get you Aguilar. I'm
3: gonna get you a Nelson Aguilar jersey." Before yeah. he changes his number, and before yeah. he gets traded, yeah, and has like and has like three consecutive 100 yard games for the for the Raiders.
0: Let's get let's get and then I bought Carson Wentz jerseys. Yep, one, one for you, one for me, and then you got me a Zachary's jersey. Oh,
3: dude, I was the conductor of the Wentz wagon. Like I was like Wentz wagon Wentz train, official woo-woo. member. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is like a really rugged time for me. <laughs> I'm used to consistency. I'm a Peyton Manning fan, so.
1: It's tough, Jackie. You've got to just buy the classic jerseys. Yeah, that's what I figured out the throwbacks. It's got to be.
0: Uh, yeah, at this point, you get a
1: Randall Cunningham, yeah. you get a Reggie yeah. White.
0: Well, I think the nice thing too <laughs> yeah. is like at least with Ertz, like I feel like you can wear that. He's so he's still so beloved. Yeah. Like that's one. That's one you. Can I'm do not it. gonna get yeah. spit on <laughs> right. at the game if I right. wear a Ertz jersey, right. and I one one love that's... his wife. Right, she's one of my favorite U.S. soccer players. So. Mm-hmm. It works out. So,
3: Zacherts is a good one. Zacherts is a good one. My next jersey choice would probably be a, a no. Dawkins jersey,
1: though. I'm just okay. To yeah. Worry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good one.
1: I've been really good all year. So. <laughs> I have the uh, the black Dawkins jersey. Oh, see, that's so gangster. It's just, it just
3: fits. Yeah, that's gangster. <laughs> I, I was I was at the game when Dawkins came back to Philly with Denver. Mm-hmm. I was at that game. And there were so many uh orange Dawkins Broncos jerseys. There was a ton. Yeah. it was crazy. It was really crazy.
1: I, I was did. at the I was at the game where he made Algie Crumpler's soul leave his body,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I could hear it from the other end of Veterans Stadium.
2: Damn. I got a Brent Sellett jersey. I kind of feel like that one is like borderline Hell yeah. Hell time. No. He's just a he. He was a beloved player, and yeah. you'll yeah. wear that. Yeah, no I'm doubt about that. it. I'm good with that. I I got the really really dope Shady McCoy hoodie jersey hoodie. Can't don't wear. That.
3: Don't you have a kicker? Uh, who's the
0: kicker you have?
2: I don't know. A- Acres? Acres. Yeah, Acres. That's it. Yeah. Why
3: I was I was blanking on his name. I love it.
0: He is the place That's what I was thinking. Acres <laughs> kicks for kids. <laughs> he kicks for kids. Maggie was obsessed with him.
3: Oh, I loved and David had Anchor. his jersey. Oh, he was the best.
0: Maggie's always obsessed with weird people. Like she loved Vinnie Prospel from the Flyers. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know why you're so in love with this guy. I mean, yeah, he's a <laughs> hockey player, but like, he's not that good looking. Like, I just he's not <laughs> even that good. We were like, <laughs> we were in like high school, and miss- I'm trying to remember what time frame he played on the Flyers, but it was pretty hysterical. Maggie and I have very different taste in men.
3: <laughs> but yeah, the, if you want to watch good sports in Philadelphia this year, it's the Sixers.
2: All right. I'll, Sixers. I'll see if I can not try to pick that up. But I don't know. I just, uh, I'm curious, kind of like what you said, where are we going to be when the season starts up? Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, what's it going to take for somebody to pick up Carson? Like, do we not want him that bad? That if somebody's like, I'll pay half that, you know, or does somebody have to pay it? Are we going to definitely have to pay a chunk of it?
3: No, you, no. he's got, we gave him a guarantee. We gave, we gave him guaranteed monies. He, we pay him money no matter what. And if we trade him, we pay him that money. Um, It's just, we get rid of him. You know what I mean? Like you, you still get something in return. It's just, you got to get what you are looking for. That money, yeah. You know? And that's going to be the problem because is Carson Wentz worth the money that we're giving him? And we, you know, it's not like the Eagles have leverage. It's not like, it's not like Carson Wentz went out and won that Super Bowl. And if he did, it'd be a whole different story, but it's really the fact of the matter is, is that he hasn't won a playoff game. And that's why I think he's still going to be here next year. And that's, that's exactly why I think Doug Peterson is gone. And how he's not, because I don't think it has anything to do with anything else besides how he or I'm sorry, Doug and Carson's relationship and how it's deteriorated over the past couple
1: of years. I think yeah. you're right. I think that was a big chunk of it. A big chunk of it. <clears throat> yep.
2: I'm wondering if the team is still behind Wentz and will play for him under new whatever. Hopefully new it's a whole
3: different team and they're a lot better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the
0: Well, last, last, not this past season, but the season before that, right? No, no, nobody was catching the ball. Right. So.
3: Right. You had practice squad receivers.
0: Yeah. When they start bringing in the practice squad people, they were the ones catching the freaking ball.
2: Right. So get frustrated. Like, I I feel like I, I, when I think of Wentz lately, I think of the guy that won't get rid of the ball that takes unnecessary snaps and um, either misses or they don't catch. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. There's definitely games that I've watched where I've been like, "Jesus, if the guy just caught these balls, we would have been in a, in, a much in a better position." Ball game.
3: Yeah, I can't say that Carson Wentz doesn't have any blame whatsoever, but I think when I think Carson Wentz, I think under duress instantly, and I think when he does get the ball out of his hands, the receivers can't get it in theirs. And that's a major problem. As far as, like, football IQ, Carson Wentz has it. Like, Carson Wentz can do a no-huddle offense. Carson Wentz is capable of an MVP season. Maybe not so much anymore, but we haven't seen Carson Wentz with a with a team worth a damn since the year they won the Super Bowl.
2: When I think about Wentz going to New England, though, I imagine Tom Brady in New England, and I think it takes a special kind of toughness Um, and leadership to run that offense,
3: uh, that, that leadership to run that offense isn't the head coach. And that's another big difference. You know what I'm saying? Ever since the Eagles won the the Super Bowl, it's been Doug P calling the place. And like I said, the, the creativity and all that stuff just wasn't there. Whether it's that Doug P just had too much on his plate. I don't know but it you can see you could see instantaneously that their their production went down big time right yeah, I, after the super I, I think
2: about tom just being the type of person that holds people accountable that like does not get rattled and you know is just business yep. tough executes makes plays is whence that kind of person can wentz take I I, I I don't for some reason i just don't think that wentz is that kind of tough.
1: I know who's not. And that's cam Newton. Cause he was about horrible this year.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Has I Cam been is, good since his rookie year?
3: Cam's been really good, but he, he hasn't been good for a little while. And he's, he's a tough, that's a tough, he's tough in the locker room too. I mean, you know, he's a spectacle, very gimmicky. And I didn't really see that going anywhere in new England. I thought it was kind of a silly pick. Um, to, to go that route after Brady, but I, I guess it was kind of just a a need of change, and um, I was really hoping that the Patriots would do better than the Buccaneers this year, just because I'm a Brady hater. But
0: um,
1: <laughs> you know, such is life. I'm not always right. That's the one game I feel like I don't have a handle on this this weekend. I feel like that game could go either way, the Saints and Bucks. I'm going. I'm going Saints all day. I don't. I hate the Saints. Oh, that's crazy, dude. They just whine. Every year they lose, and they just whine and complain, and it's the refs, and uh, 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 shut up. Drew Brees is so (laughs) likable. How do
2: you really feel, Mr. Steve? I like Drew Brees, but I'm kind of rooting for Tom still. I hate Sean Payton that I
1: don't like. Yeah. I'm fine with Brees. It's Sean Payton that... Ugh, bugs me. The Yeah, I'm Saints, not The guy. Saints
0: jerseys have always like this. That team just has always been intimidating to me.
3: They're the hardest uniform. There's like no I, question. That's
0: probably it. There's no question. I think it has a lot to do with the uniform. They
3: didn't used to have the hardest uniform. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Bucks. The Bucks had the worst uniforms ever. They have pretty orange cool uniforms. Creamsicle. Yeah, the orange creamsicle <laughs> shit was dumb. I'm sorry. I was thinking about now. The Saints have always had that like gold and black. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh but they do look they, I love their uniforms. Um but Drew Brees I've always loved him. I loved him since he was in Purdue. And um you know, I was really upset when he got hurt his first year, but he's a he's a fucking legend, man. That guy's a legend. It's crazy. I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for the Bills, man. I'm, I'm rooting for the, for the Bills. Bills hard.
1: I'm pulling for the Bills. Bills off, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think I'm calling Bills and Packers in the Super Bowl. That's a good pick. I don't think I think the Packers are walking through. I I don't think anybody touches them.
3: You think?
0: Yeah. Well, what are the games this upcoming? I have no idea. We haven't been watching sports. I feel like I'm so far removed.
3: Packers. <laughs> I forget who they're playing. It's going to be Packers, Packers.
1: Rams. That's right. Yeah, they're going to smash the Rams. I think. Saints. Bucks. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Bills have Baltimore, and Kansas City has. Um, the yeah, other the, team, the Browns, the Browns, Browns, yeah. And KC is gonna smack them around. Yeah, that's a really good weekend of football.
3: That's a really it's, good weekend of football.
1: This is my favorite football weekend of the year. These four games.
3: Yeah, I like I like the wild card round too because it's like just it's this plus another two games, and the way they did it this year was just really awesome. Uh, how it was just three games Saturday, three games Sunday, like that's just. That's that's mega blowout football time. Like it's, just, oh, yeah. it's a weekend
1: event. And then big. you had the national, the college game on Monday, so it was just like three days of coming at you.
3: Did you guys hear uh, my rant at the end of my B Sports uh, about the college football playoff? I think it's a travesty that Ohio State was even considered
1: for the shit. It's unbelievable. Okay. Uh, so let's get into this a little bit. Only played like eight games. Because I kind of agree with you, but I kind of don't. It's a perfect time for them to put somebody new in there. But who were you going to put in there? Alabama was going to smack whoever you put in there. I agree 100%. So do we need more teams so that Alabama can smack them at the end, or do we need less teams? We need more teams so
3: Alabama could beat more teams, yes. That's what we need. Why? Why?
0: Can can we have Alabama stop celebrating every freaking year like it's the first year they've won?
3: <laughs> they had a super spreader. That's spread of... <laughs>
0: so obnoxious. They had a
3: super spreader
1: mass event on, t- <laughs> on
0: Like Monday Jesus, night. you win every year. What are you doing? What are you doing? That's obnoxious. Can you we should. just agree
1: how, how long has Saban been there? Oh
3: man, he's been uh
1: more than he's, 10 years. He's he's never had a guy in his program at Alabama that has gone through all four years that has not won a national championship
3: yeah he's the he's the he's the college football who's your daddy like <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck dude he doesn't give a so fuck. Fast. so he, fast he could he he kills everything
0: he's been the head coach since 2007
3: sorry i was looking at i was looking at fish what ohio state
1: deserves to be there that's crazy fish Fish is a Penn State guy, so he's going to defend the Big Ten. To the I'm an down. Iowa
3: Hawkeyes fan. Fish, I'm a Big Ten guy. I understand what you're saying, but Ohio State is trash, and you know this.
1: <laughs> you know this, and I- you know this, man. No, no, but
3: I didn't know. so I'm not. I'm not huge into Ohio State, so I don't follow these fucking guys. But why did they only play eight games? Is it COVID related? Yeah, they started up latest. Then f that. F that you're in the back of the line bruh I don't give a shit bring bruh. UCF in there bring somebody else I don't know, even know who else was good this year but there's more than four good teams in college football and they can play somebody I don't give a shit you put some team in there that only had. I, I, I scream at the end of uh, might be sports this week go back and listen to it I scream about it I'm not going to do it again now Because I thought that my neighbors might call the cops last time. That's how loud I was upset about it. I was very, very, very irritated by it. I'm always irritated by it because there's only four teams in the stupid thing to begin with, and it's decided by a committee, and that's stupid. But Ohio State didn't belong there, and they clearly showed that in the blowout national championship game that was boring as fuck to 95% of the people watching it.
0: Okay.
2: How do you feel about Nugget Nectar, Mr. Steve? Okay, (laughs) terrific.
0: <laughs> Bitter Betty over here.
2: <laughs> I just I really
3: I like
1: Nugget Nectar. It's delicious. It's got such a good balance of just a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of hops, a little bit of malt. It's it's a little bit of everything, and it just all comes together so well for me. I love this beer.
2: Once a year, the newest hops arrive at Trogue's. We blend these super fresh hops into an imperial amber ale excessively dry hopped nugget nectar is an explosion of pine resin and mango it is fantastic it is it's crazy to think that it's not an ipa it's actually an amber i think we say that every year but i love it
1: and i'm i'm pumped up for double nugget nectar when double comes out i will be in line
2: what about um the fuck is the one we used to go for hop something hop smash hop slam hop, slam. hop, hop smash
1: slam. i'll, see it, I'll hop get
2: it i'm smash. not gonna search it <laughs> out Hulk smash? if that's not a thing i'm gonna that's gonna be Hulk the next needs life. to be a thing Hulk smash hop, hop hop smash hop smash <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> all right
3: so you need to you want to talk about black mirror we got to talk yeah. about it before we get out of here
2: we do. Um, we do have to talk about Black Mirror. All right. If anybody is not familiar, Black Mirror is probably one of my favorite shows on uh, out there in general. Um, it is a little bit dark, and, and I'm gonna, I'm curious to see what you guys think about it. But every episode I watch to me is a masterpiece of um, incredible writing, um, so much forethought and and um, ideas put into into motion based on technology. Um black mirror, the the actual name of the show is is your phone. Your phone is a black mirror and, and that's kind of what they're um what they're going about. The, the 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 first time I heard about it I think was from Joe Rogan because um he talks about an episode called um heavy metal which is about like AI robots. And he, he always talks about like how freaky it is and how like that's going to happen and the world's going to be fucked up. So that's kind of like the first one that I watched. And then I started binging them all and just absolutely fell in love with, with I think the only one I'm not all that crazy about is the Miley Cyrus one.
0: So wait, when you started watching, you didn't even start with season one, episode one.
2: No, I watched Heavy Metal first, and then I went back to season Good one episode. Good
0: Lord, this is why he wanted us to watch that one. I'm on to you. What do you mean? I'm scarred for life from that first episode. <laughs> I had no oh. desire. I watched the first, I think, three episodes, and I was just like, meh.
1: None Not of them none. are related, though. Every no, episode is no, like its they're, own all thing. Yeah. they're all different.
2: They're all different. Every episode is, is a whole new actors. It's a completely different story, but I think in general... The idea is how the, the show is bringing to light the downsides of technology and, and how quickly technology is moving. And there's a ton of on like there's, there's a ton of repercussions or downsides to it that that you don't realize yet or haven't thought about um, and, and things that will happen because we've adopted technology too quickly. Um, so that's kind of like i think the tone throughout a lot of the episodes certainly seems to be so let's talk about the two episodes i asked you guys to watch national anthem and smithereen i want to start with national anthem of course you do um, do we tell people a little bit about what it's about
3: yes absolutely there is there is pig sex involved and I want to say right off the bat, John, that it is not natural human behavior to ask people to watch things like this. And <laughs> I, uh, it, it, that's who it was. That's at the was. end of the, Okay. That's okay. okay. Was. Anyway, that's, that's a side, note. Sorry. side um, note. All right. The, the episode, I didn't, I didn't actually watch it because I, I read a synopsis on it. Cause because he knows
0: how much I fucking, I can't do it. I will not watch that episode again. Jackie I will not do it. it. I'm so repulsed.
3: I will Can watch it. What it's about. Yes, please do. All
2: right. So, In this episode, the national anthem, it takes place in UK, London, the prime minister um, gets a, uh, there's a YouTube video that goes out and they've captured the princess uh, of the royal family. Somebody has captured her and she will be killed if the prime minister of the UK does not have sex with a pig on national broadcasted TV. And there's nothing and and, and whatever. So they try to take it down. They try to not run it on the news. It's it's all over YouTube. It spreads incredibly quickly. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, it can't be simulated. It can't be green screened. There's all these stipulations to it. Um, Do I say the ending? Do we have to say the ending to talk about it? The the
0: show. So like that episode was so long ago that honestly, like. If you want to watch it, go watch it. I most
2: not- people would have seen it, but, I mean, yeah. imagine that the whole country is going crazy because somebody who's beloved and, and has power um, is, is being held captive, and um, something gruesome yet doesn't... Nec- I mean, the poor pig, but doesn't necessarily hurt anybody, and then everything's back to normal, um, is a crazy thing to to think about
3: it's a lesson in public outcry and how it affects the media how it affects public officials decision decision making and um
0: your personal relationships Every, uh, yeah. everything just blown to shit
3: so yeah no uh, from what, what i from what, what i read of it and what i gathered i talked with jackie about it because like i said she had seen it and um yeah it was you know i i'm, I'm interested in it uh, we we binge watched a few episodes. We're gonna go back we are, to it. We
2: were bouncing around. Yeah. So yeah. I, one of the crazy parts to me, I thought. Uh, I mean, a lot of it was, but you know, when when they're talking to the prime minister, like you know, we think that if you do this, that you know, the people will be sympathetic, and they're talking about poll numbers and perception, and you know, what your um, you know acceptance. Um, Percentages are and things like that. Like, it's so crazy to think how things can, like, especially, you know, politicians, they how they grade things and, and how they try to predict what's good, what's not good, how, how people are going to feel about you, what's it going to mean for re election, things like that. Um, taking all that into consideration is crazy. But I, I want to ask you guys two questions. Let's start with. The princess, if you were in her shoes, what would be your thoughts? Would you be willing to die to not put somebody through the humiliation? No. Or would you be thinking to yourself, he's got to do it. Just do it.
3: Uh, yeah, that the second one. Motherfucker, fuck a pig. Stop playing.
0: <laughs> stop. No, you stop playing. I'm trying to live. That's speciality. It's illegal.
2: I'm trying to live. All right, if that was happening on TV, would you watch it? No. If it was going to be broadcast.
0: Guys, I want to vomit just talking about it. I
2: it mean, when me you so watch sick. the show, this is not normal behavior. the bars are packed, the pubs, whatever they say in England, and they're all watching the TVs, and they all cringe, and they're they look the away, telly. but they're, they're all there wrong. for a moment in history, kind of. Right.
1: Everybody's watching.
2: Everybody's watching. Uh, of course, of course, Everybody's I would have watching.
1: it on. Of course, I would have it on. See what you, you might, you might turn it off after it begins. But you're watching to see if these things get started. Yep, to see if you it happens. witness
2: okay. it to whatever. Yep. Now, now, put yourself in the prime minister's shoe. shoes. No. Just no. Shoe. I will not do that.
0: Nope. No. No. Fuck no.
2: No. To save a life, you. you
0: There's mean, other ways to save a life.
2: You know, when you're in that position, and somebody's being held captive, and the easy, quickest, th- what they're asking for, the way to save a human life of somebody that's extreme importance to you, your country, um, you have to do one cruel act. Could could you do
1: it? Would you? I'm do rolling the dice. I'm saying he might not kill her. I'm rolling the dice.
2: No way.
3: So smithereens was the second
2: episode. <laughs> the episode. I it's, it's a hard thing. I don't know either. I I, 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 I could go very hard either way.
1: Yeah, I, I mean. So like, the funniest part was him taking the Viagra before going in there. That was the funniest part. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh.
0: I
3: mean, it's like, obviously, it's not an easy decision, and that's why they made it into a television show. But like. Uh that
0: have to be the first, absolute first episode of this new well, show.
2: Definitely set the tone.
0: Yeah. For, for things it,
2: to come. trust really issue is gone. Can you not appreciate the the creativity? The you know, the the um how close this is to reality and, and just how um impactful something like this, if it were to happen, could be. Like for somebody to to have these ideas and create such a incredibly entertaining but powerful show to me blows my mind every episode. It happens every time.
3: That's how that's how my QAnon research is going. <laughs> I see this shit all the time. This weird alternate universe, this uh dystopian future. You know what I mean? It's it the, the future is now. You know, you're seeing Everything that they're talking about in the show as far as technology is absolutely true and um, the influence and effect that it has on our on our society, our governments um, you can't measure it. You can't measure it. If you watch the the Great Steel or I think it is the one where they talk about um, uh, the Britannica thing. you know what I'm talking about where they took all your data and sold it to the Russians and they they farm your data to make political maps of you um uh it's yeah, all crazy some. man all that shit's really really wild social dilemma watch that shit if you haven't
2: um that,
1: that, the future- that's
2: what's so funny about that uh that oh. stunt they did where they they put that mirror up and uh at like a bus stop and yeah, they were like season six or whatever and it's just you looking at yourself like yeah that's where we are like the the amount of of people that seem to be so incredible, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too political, man, but I just, I, 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 I hear where you're coming from with all your stuff, Taylor, and I, I don't think I'm I'm anywhere in as deep as you are. But the idea that there's so many people that are um, believing all of these crazy things on the internet and and refuse to believe what most people do and think that in their bubble, there's these very true things happening that nobody else knows about or are willing to accept that, you know, I want to hope that 75, 80, 90% of people are looking at them like, Hey, um, you know, that doesn't make any sense. You, you have to know that that's not true. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, but they, they, people believe things so wholeheartedly. It's a I I, I just can't believe where we are. And, 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 and that's another reason why I think, you know, it, it just speaks to the technology and what it's capable of and how people can target certain people. And it doesn't surprise me at all that they can, you know, whether it's location, the things that you're into that, you know, the things that you follow on Facebook, your activity, they target you and feed you this this misinformation of things, yes. but in a way that they've targeted you and know that you're going to be susceptible and gullible to things and uh, completely turn these people into uh, savages.
3: Savages, yeah, man. It, I mean, I've said it before um, numerous times that uh, it's very easy to forget how big America is. You know, like how how many people there are and, and there's a lot of really interesting and, and educated and well, well well-educated places, but there's a lot of fucking places that don't know nothing. And John, you and me come from places that are borderline like that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like we, we come from different, different places than this, you know, that that we live in a civilized town. Everybody seems to have a pretty good fucking head on their shoulders where we are, but we've, I've seen places where that's not the case. And, you know, so it doesn't surprise me that people believe this crazy shit. Um, But, like, in the next episode, the Smithereens episode, it kind of shows how social media companies have access to everything about you. Yeah, that one was frightening in that regard. What you like, what you uh, like to watch, what you're currently listening to, what you're currently watching. Um, It's really really kind of bananas how that all pans out
2: yeah if i can do the quick synopsis of that show yeah, the yeah. guys uh there's a very upset guy and he's running like an uber service and he's sitting outside of this company called smithereens which i'm gonna assume is something like google or twitter right or, or more like facebook it's a social media platform mm-hmm. and um and he just sits there and he waits and he picks up people and he just keeps picking up people out front of this place until he finally gets an employee of this Facebook-like company called Smithereen. So he kidnaps the guy and um, it turns into a hostage situation. He's got this guy in his car and and he's got, the police know that he has him and he's got a gun and um, he just tells the negotiating people or whatever. He's like, look, all I want to do is talk to the owner of the company, Billy Bauer or whatever his name is.
0: Something
2: like that. Topher for Grace. Topher for Grace. Yeah. One. Is that Topher for Grace? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's
0: him.
2: I thought. I thought one of the funniest parts was when they, um, when he realized he was just an intern and he lost his shit on him. Yeah. When he was like, he was like I "Why t- are you in a suit?" <laughs> I texted you. <laughs> I, why do you?
3: <laughs> I t- I texted you. So like, in the, it, the way that it turns into a hostage situation they like pull off into this field and he gets like stuck in the, in the field and the cops are there and they, they get out of the car and, and he's like, he gets out of the car with the gun and he's like, right, if you come any closer, I'll shoot him. I'll shoot him. I texted you. I was like, in unite. if this happened in the U S the cops would just lit this guy up and it would have been a real quick, it would have been a real quick 20 minute episode, Right.
2: <laughs> real quick 20 minute episode. You know, for real, as soon as he hopped out of the car with a gun, bang, 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 done, 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 done. And I was laughing with Robin too when like they had the sniper like on the on the car and he's like you can't get a clear shot I'm like then move yo I said the Robin same thing moving. I was like
3: maybe maybe change your position dog he's not changing <laughs> he, this bull's not moving
2: you've got the time and you know it'll take you 30 seconds and you've got a whole new angle yeah. I think
1: um, the, I think the
2: snipers were stormtroopers' <laughs> 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 stupid
1: yeah
3: there's no confirmation that they actually hit anything right (laughs) (laughs) there's no confirmation that they even hit anything in that episode at all i was pissed at the end by the way you're like that's it i get i get it we 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 looked up the i I
0: actually googled it because i was like i want to know what people are saying on the internet oh
2: well, well i don't know what i'm missing but what what to me what i thought was crazy is you know the, the whole scenario why he's an upset guy to begin with is that there's a car accident. Him and his fiance are in the car. They have a head on collision with another car. Their fiance dies, the other guy dies, and, and the, the, this, this angry guy survives. Um, he checks his phone because he gets a notification about something, reads it, looks down at his phone, veers off the road and smashes into this guy. The other, the guy driving the other car was a drunk driver. Uh, He was drunk. They both died, but they blamed it on the drunk driver instantly. So he's living with all this guilt, knowing that nobody else knows, but, um, but he's the one responsible for killing the, uh, his fiance in this car accident. So he wants to tell that that was one of the more powerful things to me is that I put myself in his shoes and realize that like, like, like he says, if I leave a note with all of this stuff on here and then I kill myself or something, it gets no nowhere. Nothing happens. But if I get a hold of you and tell you my story, and and come clean and confess, then I feel like I'm doing you know a lot more or whatever for myself, getting it off my chest, than just like leaving a suicide note. I thought that was was pretty true because if you think about it, it would just be like another guy that took his life and and would never have any notoriety. Um, but this so you I must gotta play. take it
1: I got to take it the other way so right. because this guy was an asshole and checked his phone while he was driving and killed his fiance he's got to take somebody else hostage that's what Jackie yeah
0: said. yeah I was like he's gonna blame this guy because he looked at his phone even though he's the one driving the vehicle I thought that's what I thought he was gonna do I thought he was gonna full on put blame on the tover grace character you which know what you I mean? Didn't, but he didn't, yeah. but that's what I, that, that's where I, he demanded to talk to him and you were like putting it all together. And you're like, Oh, he, they, this, that, he can't take responsibility. And then he did, he did take responsibility, but
3: he does have a conversation with Topher Grace's character. I actually is,
0: really enjoyed that, that dialogue too, between them, which too. is
3: he's physically, at least he's physically modeled after Jack from Twitter. Anyway. Um, uh, the, the, the interaction that they have is so important because it plays into a lot of the things that um, they kind of go over in the, the Social Dilemma movie. And if you listen to the, uh, the Humane Tech, um, Humane Tech puts out a podcast uh, called Undivided Attention. It's really good. They talk about different changes that they could make in the tech community that would make it a more humane Space, something that would encourage time off from it. Something like, uh, you know, uh, they mention it and at the end of, uh, Ready Player One, and they mentioned it in in their podcast as well. Like if Twitter were to shut down two days a week, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? If like things like that took place where it was less about the clicks, it was less about that, and it was more about the exchange of accurate information and, um, the promotion of that, the promotion of actual knowledge instead of the promotion of fraudulent knowledge. And, um, it's definitely something to look into because that's, that's the stuff that I'm really interested in now is how do you change this? Because nobody, Mark Zuckerberg, well, Mark Zuckerberg made, made Facebook to rank, uh, women, uh, in college. Hey. That's, that's where that came from. But, but the 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 inventions that followed the like button and things of that nature uh which has made drastic increases to suicide rates in teenagers but uh, when it started it was something that was supposed to spread joy like it was supposed to be something that is like hey man like i haven't seen you in 10 years since we graduated high school but i like this post that you just made. I like this original thought that you just posted. And then it just, it turned into, oh, I didn't get enough likes on my selfie in this limited amount of time. And I'm a teenage girl and I can't contain myself and I can't handle that. And it's just a totally different thing than what was, than it was actually invented to be.
2: And, and that's that's kind of what Topher says in the episode. He's just like it's spun completely out of control. Exactly. And we 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 treat it more with like um, the ideals of a casino on keeping you in and keeping you energized and and hitting you with those dopamine levels over and over again. Just like you you say over and over again, the social dilemma. It, it just it it talks to a lot of those um those points about how addictive it is. And I, you know if you put yourself in his shoes and think about all right, you've got this anger inside, you've got this, this depression um, and, and you feel like in your bones that you're a good person, but you fucked up. Would you not help but think that like there's a problem with the social media and, and that that was that, that contributed, he shouldn't have done it. But it contributed to it, and he feels like I'm a good guy. Though I would never put anybody in harm. But this fucking thing that I'm addicted to, they make it this way, and it fucked me up. And now I, I caused this accident, and then he's sitting around depressed as fuck, like just watching everybody on their phones. Like it's going to happen again. Like it, it, it's it, it's just gotten way out of control. See? So like if, I think if you think about it from that position. Um, of course it's it's unrealistic or, or you know that like he would blame the CEO of the the company, but, but I'm didn't. sure you can imagine right. He Mike has that ill will towards the I like that
3: episode a lot because aside from the stormtrooper snipers, <laughs> the episode was very believable. yeah, very relatable. And unlike the pig fucking prime minister, I can I could relate with that guy's character and i could kind of see myself taking the majority of the steps that he took in sure. that situation you know because like not necessarily initiate like i i could relate I, i'll just say that that i could relate to his character in a way that like yeah he recognized that he made a mistake but he also recognized that he was addicted to finding out who liked that dog photo or whatever he yeah. said he posted that was the biggest uh uh part for me was like she died because I I of a dog photo. Yep. Like she died because I needed to know who who liked that, you know? Yep. And that's that's crazy.
0: I do like that he did something for somebody else yes. before that episode ended.
3: Yo, that was the best part.
0: That that actually like kinda of melted my heart a
3: little bit. Yeah, it was really good. You know actually every
0: everybody kind of came together at the end of that. Like it that, overall That was a
3: really good episode. It was a
0: really good episode. Yeah. Really good. I just don't like the end. <laughs> but I get it cuz I read up on it and I I I completely understand and and it's very accurate as to what they were trying to portray and it is very real life. That as um, like a
3: society everybody just moves on. We just on. move on. We don't even care what the is. We don't care.
0: Is. It just won't we'll, we'll be moving on same day, next day. It, it won't matter to us anymore. Yeah. We're so desensitized.
3: And really realistically tomorrow I won't care about that episode.
0: <laughs> I think you will. <laughs> Um, I'll care
1: less about the pig episode. Oh, I never. Uh,
0: yeah. I I keep trying to forget it exists, and then somebody brings it up.
2: <laughs> so, I, I think <laughs> there's a couple of things there that um, I, I think watching the the captor or, or, or the um, the hostage have like all of those feelings after watching everything unfold and finding out why he's really there yeah. to try to like be like, dude, come on. Like, it's so gross that he threw up in his own mask. Like, that shit was raunchy. But like, you know, that that he was like, come on, man, you don't have to do this. Like, I thought there was like a, they just, it was very, very good acting. that You know what I mean? You could just kind of feel the connection between them. The other thing that I thought was crazy that's like, I mean, I guess it is kind of a big part of the show. But when the police are investigating what's happening, that the social media company just was leaps and bounds ahead of the police yeah. as far as all the information yeah. yep. yep yep that's the that and was it's a big crazy thing. if you think about like we all of us that are watching very freely put all of our shit out there and it would be very easy for somebody to pull up a facebook profile and be like you live here uh, it looks like you're married you've got two kids they're both girls um Your house looks like this. You drive this car. We see you
0: recently got into country music.
2: Right. You (laughs) can usually find a lot of that junk out about people. And it's it's, it is kind of crazy to think about sometimes just like how much we are willing to, um, you know, we just don't really think about it. It doesn't really cross our minds and we're just doing it so that we can interact with each other this way
3: it's really is it is really staggering how much information about us that that is known to people that we don't know yeah so
1: it is hey, do you want to wrap
2: work? up this podcast and then mr steve do you want to stick around for this one
1: yeah this one? I'll, I'll, I'll stick around for about this much time
2: okay Taylor, you want to wrap it up yeah. are, we, are we doing a yeah, toast of the week toast
1: of the week toast of the
3: week time
2: i have to pee i want to wrap the show up so i can pee and get off here I don't give a <laughs> Toast of the week real quick. Do it, John. I um, didn't think of it again. You're the worst. know. I are the worst. worst. I, I want to toast uh, Canada. I think Canada's doing things really well. They're doing a great job. Uh, i been talking <laughs> to a lot of uh, Canadians this week and um, they've been like schooling me on like their government wow. and their, their uh, everything that's going on up there. I've been like just doing a deep dive into Canada the past couple of days and uh, they seem to be doing things pretty well up there. Did you know there's only 10% of our population there? Canada's huge compared to like landmass to the US but there's only like 30 million people there and we've got like 330 million people it's like really appealing yeah it sounds really cool there. I'm gonna go there next time I go up to New York I'm gonna cross over go check out Toronto you're not allowed in well I mean after Rona or okay. you know, when they find out my criminal background <laughs>
3: yeah. or that you senselessly tell people to watch pig fucking toast yeah. of the week toast of the week to Canada
1: doing a great job up in (laughs) canada we were
0: supposed
1: we were supposed to go to canada over memorial day but you know yeah the rona nothing works in the rona my toast of the week is to hall and oats
3: oh wow
1: has a hall and oats song ever come on the radio and you've turned it off no 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 No. you you've never done it because they're great hall and (laughs) oats wow
3: Uh, my toast of the week this week, uh, I'm not going to get political, but, uh, by the time, you are. by the time that there is a, another might be brews episode, there will be a, another president of the United States. My toast of the week is to Joe Biden. Good luck to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Like him or not. I hated Donald Trump before he was president. Uh, I will continue to hate Donald Trump. The rest of my life the rest of his life whatever uh but
1: um not to get political but i
3: don't really have a I yeah, don't, political no, no 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 it's not a republican thing i just never liked that fucking guy um but i and i don't really fucking like biden either but hopefully he does a good job so joe biden <laughs> you go already steve went already what did you do all the notes i'll do it again all Do you have anything?
0: No. I, can I toast ourselves for all the hard work we've done in? We our did a apartment? great job this week. We did a great job. I'm toasting. I'm toasting <laughs> us.
3: <laughs> this extended yeah, another one real quick. This extended uh, episode is brought to you by Vacation Time.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I got a shout out from Holly Coons. The Coons family is a fantastic family. They've done a lot for my family. Um, they're great, great friends of mine. I love them dearly. Um, a uh, very good friend his wife Nikki who's a fantastic lady turned 50 today it was her birthday wow. we were going to try to do a drive by and get, get a chance to do it but 50 years old um, probably the hottest 50 year old around but um, shout out to them happy birthday Nikki hopefully one of your kids sees this and let you know but yeah that's what I got
3: it's great job by everybody
2: listen if you guys are taking the time to hang out with us watch us on youtube facebook live uh, comment listen to the podcast we appreciate you thank you so much make sure you check out mbnnetwork.com it's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast and make sure you check out our sponsor you know me, uh, use promo code mbn to get 20 percent off free shipping and free stuff Woo! my name is john mr steve taylor jackie always a pleasure We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. See ya.